0: another episode of the UW Film Club podcast where each week we invite a member of the club onto the show to talk about a movie of their choosing. Whether that movie be good bad, topically relevant, it's all on the table. I'm one of your hosts Greg Arrieta and joining me as always is Cynthia. Hello. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast (laughs) is being recorded in two places uh, due to a little snafu on our part. Uh, (laughs) One half of this podcast is being recorded in a Packer Hall and the other one's being recorded in Tacoma so mm-hmm. uh, right now if you, you know if you hear a little bit of a distant audio that's that's what's happening uh, we'll make it work yeah. <laughs> but this week we've got a returning guest and returning contributor to the website Jim Saunders Hi. what have you been it's up nice. to Jim how's it been
1: Uh, It's been pretty good. Just been enjoying my spring quarter so far. Yeah. um, I mean, not really enjoying it, but... (laughs) Yeah, spring gets very busy.
0: Uh, Yeah. When May comes around, it's going to be all hell breaks loose. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. May is going to be like a disaster. (laughs) Jim, tell us what film would you bring? Actually, hold on a second. So before you were on for Sorry to Bother You, then you were on for Top 10 Episodes, and this is your third appearance. I think that's... I think that's <laughs> a record for non hosts, right? Mm. Wow.
2: Thir- three Timers Club.
0: Three Third Timers. Timer.
2: I feel three hard. Timers.
0: <laughs> okay, that out of the way, uh, what film would you bring to the table this week?
1: Uh, I brought the film What We Do in the Shadows, which I hadn't seen up until last night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, but I had been meaning to watch it for like a really long time, and I know that they just uh, released the TV show for it, or the, the new TV show for it. Yeah, this can
0: fall under the uh, the topically relevant or good good category, either or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. I mean- oh, sorry, I forgot to introduce <laughs> the second part. The third part. So we do have a fourth oh. number <laughs> we're, 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 we're I thought
3: it. you were waiting for some, like, big reveal. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: we brought back uh, Megan Brnovich. The one benefit of this planning snafu is that we get alumni Megan Brnovich, who is
3: hello,
2: uh,
0: what we do in the shadows expert extraordinaire onto the podcast to help buffer my shortcomings on this topic.
3: Yeah, I probably watch this movie regularly once a month at least. I've probably seen it about 30 times.
0: Nice. Well, I've seen it once, so... It's that's great.
3: Yeah, uh, this was like something Greg brought up a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, of course I want to do this. This is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it never gets old.
0: Okay, so uh, let's go back to Jim. Jim, do you want to give us a short little pitch of this uh, synopsis here?
1: So it's like a mockumentary that follows like the daily lives of these four vampire roommates.
0: Nightly
2: lives. Um, <laughs> nightly, nightly, yeah. Nightly
1: <laughs> nightly lives. Right, right, right. And you just, you just, it's, I think it's really clever, like, the way that they, that they show it, and that they, like, show what, like, the, the vampire powers are, and, um, there's a lot of, like, really clever humor that stems from that. It's just a really funny movie. <laughs> so, it's
0: directed by Jemaine Clement and Taika Wakiti who were... What was the, show, the HBO show? Non- Flight of the Conchords. Flight yeah. of the Concords. I almost said Bonfire of the Vanities <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea why that was the thing that I thought. But they did uh, Flight of the Concords, That was their big kind of like comedy show, right? Yep. And then he did Boy. Prior to that, he had a short film that was nominated for an Oscar, Two Cars, One Night, mm-hmm. in 2003. He did Boy in 2010, which I think is on Amazon. They might have taken it off. They took what we did in the shadows off of Amazon, so...
2: That's yeah. unfortunate. I had a mm-hmm. red tit. <laughs> uh, it
1: was, it's on um, Canopy, if you have like a King County Library
0: account. Oh, what we, do, what we do in the shadows on there. Yeah, I need to go on Canopy more. I haven't been on there in literally <laughs> probably, probably a year. The last time I went on there was for an assignment for one of my classes. So they did Boy. Boy's a great little film. Small. It's still got that signature Kiwi humor. Oh, yeah. No, but it's, it's more... so
3: distinct. It's
0: definitely his more serious film.
3: Yeah, it's a drama.
0: Yeah. And then he does What We Do in the Shadows. Then the film that caught on to... For me, caught before, my attention.
3: Actually, before they did What We Do in the Shadows, the feature film, they did a short version of it, which I think is, like... It's, like, 30 minutes long. It's, like, mostly, like, sketches of them mm-hmm. playing, like, very similar characters before they made it into a feature film. It was, like, their proof of concept.
0: Yeah, this is why we have Megan here. <laughs> <laughs> she has tons of ter- little narratives she was telling me on the way over here.
3: Yeah, I've got stories.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, then they, from what I caught on to Taika was Hunt for the Wilder People, which is another great kind of documentary. It's more mm-hmm. comedy.
3: It's a it's
0: Wait, documentary? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a comedy. Uh, oh, that was a documentary. <laughs> then it's more comedy than it is a drama, but it still has that. It has a heart.
3: Oh, I would yeah. say it has yeah. like yeah.
0: It has that gravitas that boy has. It definitely has more heart than I would say what we do in the shadows, which I would say is a full blown mockumentary comedy.
3: Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and then there's Thor: Rock, which.
3: Really, like his career took off with that. Yeah, now he's big. Yeah,
0: we have a fun little anecdote about his like. Remember that person at South by who asked him that question about four. Yeah, and he was like, you know, I don't, I don't associate myself with Jermaine anymore. I'm just doing (laughs) Thor
2: now.
3: Yeah, we saw them, we saw the episodic premiere of uh, the TV show adaptation of What We Do in the Shadows at South By, and and he was there, and so was Jermaine, and they were really hassling the person who was supposed to be interviewing them. They
0: were hassling, they were roasting the (laughs) shit out of everyone. I'm not even kidding. They were like, they were full-blown. I wouldn't say like tacking, but they were like, if someone asked a stupid question, they would roast them.
2: They were, they had very little (laughs) patience. It was hilarious.
0: Then they did Thor it was, it was everyone's take on Thor.
2: I liked it. <laughs> one
3: of the better, newer Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, for sure. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's I thought fun. it was fine. Jeff Goldblum, However, <laughs> yeah,
2: Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <was, laughs> Thor was,
0: Dude. if if any franchise needed a reboot from the MCU, it was Thor. Yeah, Thor. It's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It technically, they did a reboot for Thor and Hulk in the same one.
3: Yeah, sort of. Oh, yeah.
0: Because the Hulk doesn't get his own movies anymore.
3: Yeah, we also got true. Tessa Thompson yeah. as Valkyrie, so. Yeah, that's
2: a nice addition. Oh, so. yeah.
0: And then there's uh, Jojo's Rabbit. Jojo out. Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I
2: have no idea what to think about that movie. It's going to be either gonna wild. It's there was a test be, like,
0: screening earlier this year but I couldn't go because A, it was on a Thursday and B, they said no critics or like industry people.
3: Yeah, I couldn't get in.
0: I don't know if I'd class myself as an industry people but <laughs> I probably would have. It wasn't meant for me so
1: I didn't go.
2: Yeah. yeah. This movie's either going to do really well or do really poor. I just read the
3: plot
1: synopsis. I know what you mean. Know. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's wild but I'm looking
3: Looking forward to it, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. But they have the, the. I think the biggest characteristic of Jermaine's and Tyka's work is that they have this very signature brand of comedy. Yeah, that is in all of their works, and you cannot watch one of their films without seeing like this very kind of. How would you describe it? I would say it's kind of like. Sarcastic, dead, not like deadpan, but also it's how do how would you describe what's the texture of this comedy? Mm, it is
3: it is
1: pretty deadpan.
3: Yeah, um, it is. It's also like very like raunchy. There's not a lot of like off limits stuff, but it's with such warmness to it that you don't yeah. ever mm-hmm. take offense to anything. It's just a very like friendly, like the kind of jokes that your friends would tell, and it feels very inviting and and um and sweet at the same mm-hmm. time.
2: Definitely, definitely.
0: The best way I would describe it is the is the, uh, the hunt for the Wilder people one, where the boys is just saying they he sees a sign with a wanted poster for both of their faces for uh, Sam Neill's and I forget the boy's name, the kid from Deadpool,
3: Ricky Baker.
0: Ricky Baker is the character's name. Oh, how could I forget Ricky <laughs> Baker? That Ricky was...
3: Baker.
2: Oh, <laughs> Ricky Baker.
0: Uh, his favorite line is when they say, "Oh, you know, they say you're ca- 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 Caucasian."
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that
0: can't be right because you're clearly white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, but it, it does go into what we do in the shadows as well. So, yeah. Do you, Megan, do you want to talk about the comedy?
3: Yeah, I think they a lot of the comedy comes from taking this like very long-standing existing lore of like vampires and putting them in, in this very specific setting being uh, Wellington, New Zealand, in this little yeah. apartment house. And just like all of the domestic quibbles that people get up to but they are supernatural like creatures and then the characters themselves are so distinct and and full of life that it just is so memorable their mm-hmm. interactions and all of the mm-hmm. jokes and it really like subverts your expectations for what like a genre film can be in a lot of ways
0: and like what when i think about when i think about this film is how the style of the documentary and how it conveys everything as being serious and goes back to that kind of deadpan humor. I think one of my favorite thing about the Mockingbird and it goes into like The Office too is that
2: yeah yeah mm-hmm. the,
0: the fact, I think the part of the humor is that they're doing these outlandish things and you believe them, these people believe them to be like serious things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or they we take them seriously so they believe it into some facet and they're not the, 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 I think the joke comes from like the knowledge that someone else thinks this is real and it's because it's being projected as real then you know it's funny. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking it's real.
3: Yeah, it feels very
2: honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can wanna talk about the characters. You know the characters by heart.
2: Yeah. I get them all oh mixed up. Oh my gosh. I always get them mixed up. I only I was, know Viago and then the other ones are.
3: Yeah, there. I was giving Greg like a rundown <laughs> from memory this morning. Oh my so <laughs> Taiko Waititi plays Viago, who is this like eighteenth century dandy, and he's like this very like stuffy, uh, kind of petty guy who yeah. likes chores and thinks that he's kind of in charge but he's got this like long lost love who um oh he's pining after but she's an old woman now and she had married <laughs> someone else and yeah he's the kind of like the leader of the gang and then uh jemaine clement plays vladislav who was like the vlad the impaler Impl- type character but he's vlad the poker and he's this like very like Suave, but also kind of like creepy, greasy, like sexy guy who was like really into torturing people back when he was like young, (laughs) and in like Transylvania. And then uh, Johnny Rouge plays Deacon, who's like young bad boy who's only like two hundred years old uh yeah. only in, in uh World War Two was a Nazi vampire.
2: Yeah. And
3: it's honestly one of my favorite jokes is um if you were a vampire, no. And if you were a Nazi, it was real yeah. bad. But if you were a Nazi vampire And then he just
2: laughed. Yeah.
3: Uh, and, and he's really funny. Uh, like, he's kind of this, like, very, like, slacker-type character. And then their fourth roommate is Peter, who's this, like, super ancient, like, Nosferatu-type yeah. yeah.
0: monster. Who they kill.
3: Uh, who yeah. then oh. dies, and they're it's all Peter very sad. It's Peter
0: Hawaii, too, apparently. According, I didn't know it was, like, it's it's p-e-t-y-r yeah which is like 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 vampire vampire. yeah yeah
3: Um, yeah, like he's very much like the classic like monster vampire and they all so they all live together and then deacon has a assistant who's like his oh my gosh yeah (laughs) uh, jackie who's actually played by jackie van beek who's also a wonderful filmmaker uh and she's this like Kind of like dogged companion who wants to become a vampire, and so she keeps doing all these things for them, but they never turn her into a vampire, and so she gets like angry. Um and so she also brings them quote unquote virgins to feast on, <laughs> uh, and they're mostly just people that she hates. And so she brings Nick <laughs> one time, who's this like broy jerk type character.
2: He's kind of uh, stupid.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, he's the dumbest thing. And uh, they try to kill him, but he end up ends up becoming a vampire, kind of joining their little conclave. But he brings in a vampire hunter who kills Peter and they kind of kick him out. But uh, Nick also has this friend, Stu,
2: who (laughs) (laughs) is
3: one of the best parts of the film who's this like human guy who doesn't really know what's going on. He's like just like this normal kind of boring like IT he's guy. He's just kind of there. Yeah. The funniest story about him is that he was actually like an IT like lighting like tech guy that oh they just God. brought in and they started <laughs> like riffing off him and he didn't even realize he was in the movie for a while and then they ended oh. up making him like a big character and it's so funny to me. Oh my yeah, so he's just like Stu. And actually, they brought him on to do a lot of the really cool, like, lighting effects in, for Ragnarok, so. Oh, nice. Um, that's Stu Rutherford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so those are the main characters, and they're they're all really great. I love them.
0: <laughs> He's con- is anyone want to talk to me more to that? Speak to that? I uh, think
2: that's, like, a pretty good... A, <laughs>
1: yeah, there, there was times I was going to, like, pitch in and, and add something, but, like...
2: Yeah, and then basically it kind of just, like, surrounds, like, what they do. (laughs) Yep. Um. So there's, like, no plot plot. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I guess, like, the largest overarching plot is that they're all going to this, like, masquerade ball, the undead,
2: uh, unholy
3: masquerade. And Vladislav thinks that he's going to be, like, the guest of honor, but they end up making that person like that they end up inviting his ex who he calls the beast (laughs) (laughs) and um and so he gets all like super upset about it and they end up all fighting when they get there and it's It's really great. It's one of my favorite parts, too, is when that reveal happens that, like, you think the whole time that the beast is some, like, horrible monster and it ends up just being his, like, ex because it ended badly.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because, like, every time they talk about the beast, it's, like, these old pictures and she's, like, in them but, like, there's also, like, this weird beast in those pictures. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just amazing how well they, like, build up to that and, yeah, that's something that I think is also, like, very distinctly their brand of humor is they start building so early in the narrative for things that pay off way down the line. And it's so satisfying because, uh, you feel like, you know, these characters so well by that time. And then the jokes land every single time.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think a big kind of point of comparison is comparing it to the new TV show, which it's part of what makes this film so great is its brand of humor, but also the characters that, like you know give the performances that feed into that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier is that it's like a lightning in the bottom movie when things are just so good it's like literally everyone who's contributing to it you can't replicate and it makes it mm-hmm. impossible when someone tries to remake it in this case the tv show it's just not as good or as like it doesn't have it doesn't capture the magic as the original one which is kind of Unfortunate. Yeah. When we saw it, we were when we saw it, we we're like, this is okay.
3: Yeah, I feel like I like could have yelled out all the bits before they actually like all the joke punchlines before they actually did them in the show because like they reuse a lot of the jokes and and the uh, scenarios and
2: it is was... the new TV show like different bits than like what we do in the shadows because like what we do in the shadows is kind of like split like you could like split it in three own sketches and they'd all work but for this one is it like do they just make up a whole new set of jokes?
3: Yeah it's like there's a slightly different plot and like slightly different characters but they all like still share an apartment and they still all like don't understand the new world but like this time it's in New York like upstate New Jersey
0: but they shoot they shot it in Toronto
3: Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah. It's it's like I think if you went into it fresh, having like not a ton of knowledge of the movie, I think it would be pretty funny because it's still like there are jokes and their their original like ideas, and it just doesn't have like that same like fresh charm.
0: Yeah, it goes back to Mm -hmm. like the Pet Sematary thing where I had seen (laughs) Pet Sematary without seeing the original, and I was like, there was something from like, oh, this is fine when you see it compared to the original, you can start comparing and contrasting what one thing does better than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that it, I think it does, which is a good addition, was the energy vampire.
2: Oh, that was energy very funny. energy vampire.
0: <laughs> so it's it basically, it's it's a, the equivalent of almost like a Stu character, but it's like a vampire in the sense that it is like this tor- totally normal like white collar office worker that literally just talks to you in conversation and drains the energy out of you through its, like, boring conversations. Yeah, he,
3: like, bores you to death, and that's how he, like, drains you.
0: And it's funny, because he would just come into conversations, and the va- other vampires would be like, fuck, he's, he's ruined everything. Or, in this, ca- in one of the punchlines, it's kind of a spoiler, but they bring the virgins back. One of them's played by Beanie Falstein. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they bring the virgins back, and... He- he gets to them before the other vampires do, and they get really pissed off. He's like, fuck, they've tainted the blood. They have no more energy left. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a very good addition. I thought it was pretty clever.
3: Yeah, it does have some, like, fun new twist on it that I was, like, surprised to see. So it's definitely, like, still worth watching, especially if you do enjoy the original. And... Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and to be clear, we've seen one episode. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: it's It was fun. Like, people seem to really enjoy it. So, yeah. It's just like, if you can quote the original by heart, <laughs> it, it's like, it loses some of that, like, you know, like the
2: punchlines
3: are. Yeah. But the original is so good that it's like tough to top something that, yeah, like you said, like lightning in a bottle.
2: Mm hmm. Plus like twenty fourteen well now the vampire craze has slowly died down as well, but even in twenty fourteen. Was like what, breaking what dawn Twilight still a thing? Breaking dawn was like two thousand eight,
0: 2010. She has it in her iTunes library.
2: I can
3: head out. Uh, don't <laughs> don't dox me like that. Um,
2: it's okay, Twilight's awesome.
3: I okay. <laughs> uh let me check. 2011, yeah. So it came out a couple years. That's
0: part one. You get know, part two. Um, uh, hold
3: on. Oh yeah. Okay, part 2012. Two. Yeah. So it definitely like it knows its roots really well, and it like knows yeah. how to like reference or what we do in the shadows like knows how to reference previous like vampire stuff.
2: Like like I said, every they time they like yeah they mentioned like Team Jacob or Team like
3: Edward, <laughs> Edward. yeah Edward. I was
2: like, okay,
3: yeah, Edward very aware. Me. Yeah, Nick is just running around yelling like, I'm Twilight and then Deacon's <laughs> like, You're not twilight, Nick. It's it's great. They also like reference like I said I said, like Dracula and like Nosferatu, but also like the lost boys. There's a really yes. great guest. <laughs> they bring them in, all the virgins in, and they're trying to feed them uh, what Viago calls the- Paschetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they make it seem like worms and, and it's it's really great. Like they play with a lot of like because everyone knows vampires so well. Yeah. Um, It was really like nice for them to like refresh it and have it be funny like making fun of uh, our cultural obsession with these like vampires and and, like yeah there's so many films that they were able to like squeeze in referencing like Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm -hmm. Which is a
0: great I'm gonna say right now people like to shit on that film I think it's phenomenal.
3: Oh yeah that's like entirely (laughs) what Vladislav is based off of. There's like Interview with the vampire uh which is one of my personal faves which is kind of actually Lestat character is pretty similar to like Viago like this like very like who's Lestat Tom Cruise's character in Interview with the Vampire
0: oh yeah Middle Tooth okay I mean you can point <laughs> this out earlier in the week uh if you go to Interview with the Vampire and you look at mm-hmm. Tom you pay pay very close attention to his his teeth for those mm-hmm. who don't know Tom Cruise has a middle tooth, (laughs) which means he has a tooth directly in the center of his, like... His teeth are
3: crooked. One of them runs directly under his nose. Like, its center of his mouth is center tooth. And because of that, (laughs) his vampire things in that movie are, like, super, like, weirdly oriented. Like, they had to put him on the wrong teeth because his teeth are so funny. It's my favorite thing. (laughs) You think, like,
0: vampires have, like... It's on the four... It's on the... You have your two big teeth, right? Yeah. You go over another two... Mm -hmm. And then it's that that canine incisor, tooth, yeah. That can, he has three teeth that in the middle before they have those two canines. It's the numbers off. You're supposed to have four in between them. <laughs> it just looks. It's not weird because his two his the spacing in his mouth is off, so it looks mm-hmm. normal if you're not paying attention. But once you notice that there's three teeth instead of four, there it just looks <laughs> fucked up.
3: Yeah, I've I've got screenshots. It's amazing. I oh love God. it. <laughs> Jemaine Clement and Taika Waititi definitely like. Paid attention to the sources that they were like drawing inspiration from, and and yeah, they have definitely. a lot of like uh sense of humor about it. Like they didn't take themselves or the lore too seriously, and they just kind of like had fun. Like and the short yeah. was
0: made in two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. That's what it says on the oh, so letterbox here. Before Twilight, so before became Twilight. a huge thing. Yeah. So this was. I'm I'm imagining they added. They had tons more like, Jokes. firepower in the like.
3: Yeah, well, it took them 10 years to make the full-length feature of what we do mm-hmm. in the shadows.
0: They shot it over 10 years?
3: Uh, I don't know if they shot it, but Is I it think a they... Is it boyhood
0: of vampire movies? Boyhood <laughs>
3: of vampires. <laughs> um, but I think they had access to... Oh, uh, actually, another funny thing. They had access to Peter Jackson's, uh, like, office, like, his uh, studio was the Weta. exterior... Not Weta, but the his, his like, producing place is the exterior house that they used in the film. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but they, the interior they had access to for a long time, and so they were able to go back and do reshoots and add funny things in. And yeah, I think the shooting process took a couple years, uh, just, like, whenever they could get money. But yeah. I think writing before that also took a long time to, like, put it all together. So it was definitely, like, a labor of love, and it comes through. Mm Do you guys have, like, a favorite moment or favorite character?
2: I think just Nick is so stupid that he's just (laughs) so funny. Like, I, like, love really dumb characters. I don't know why. Either they make me feel better about myself or they're just, like, really fun to, like, laugh with. Of course,
0: yeah. <laughs> I like the Nosferatu character, even though he he's dies, here. which means he's just played so seriously. I,
2: yeah. yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, like as well. How he just
0: lives in the basement.
2: Yeah,
3: he's like feral and and old, but yeah, I love him too.
0: And you guys are watching. You guys are both in the noir class, right?
2: I'm in the noir class. Are you? No. No.
0: So, uh, so you've seen Caligari recently, then? Yeah. yeah. So this
2: is like definitely, yeah,
3: yeah. But he's that, yeah, he's that like German expressionism type yeah. character for sure, for um, sure. Yeah, I mean,
2: he looks exactly like Nosferatu.
3: Yeah, he's perfect, and he even favorite, like comes so. out
2: the coffin the same way as Nosferatu in the yeah. film.
3: I think my favorite has to be Iago, just because like I I love him so much. I think he's so sweet, and and I'm really happy that he like gets his character. <laughs> Um, I just love that he's this like really fussy guy and I, I love his outfits too.
2: The Yeah. The just so funny.
3: The costuming yeah. it is amazing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite gags is when they cuz they can't look in mirrors so they yeah. have to show each other what they look like when they pick out outfits so they draw each other. Yeah. It's so good. I think
1: one of my favorite gags or scenes is like when the when the police show up. Um, and like um Viaga like like hypnotizes them and um but he's like oh i'm not very good at it so i don't know if i like, did it right but then uh they'll be like wait a minute like point in the corner where they're like they're just like floating and act like they're like seeing something and the audience is like oh my god do they actually see it and they're like you don't have a, a, a smoke detector or and it, yeah they do a lot of funny humor with that and there's just so many like good like quotables in this movie too um like the one where uh, Deacon's like, oh, we 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 drink, like that's, like, because um, they're like trying to explain like why they like want like virgin blood or whatever, and he's like he's just like, oh yeah, it just sounds cool, <laughs> um, and then another one where uh, that is love. Um, mm-hmm. I said that name right, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> where where uh, he doesn't want to go to the masquerade ball because of, because of his ex. And mm-hmm. then he's just like, no, just, just leave me, just like, leave me here, I'm gonna do my dark bidding on the internet, and then because and like, what are you bidding on? He's I'm bidding on a table. <laughs> 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 it's, just, it's just so many, like, stupid, but like, also, like, really great lines in this movie. Like, yeah. I, I really want to rewatch it. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of weird, but, oh, sorry.
3: Oh, no, Continue.
1: Oh, it's 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 kind of weird because like I never really I didn't really feel that with um, For the World of People or like Thor Ragnarok as much. Those are the two other movies I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one I like I, I want to come back to like immediately and like you know show friends and it's I think like there's just so so many clever references and, and and smart humor that you know will keep people coming back. I mean you've seen it like thirty times so you know that.
3: Oh yeah, uh, it it has like the highest rewatch value. And it's, it's, yeah, like you said, it's so fun to show to people because everyone loves seeing it for their first time.
0: And, like, when you compare, I think uh, a point of, com- I keep going back to comparisons, probably in the um, <laughs> but when, I think, comparing it to, like, other comedies, it kind of stands out, especially when you look at, like, Hollywood comedies, which are just so much about, like, absurdism and, like, yeah. you think of, like, Seth, Seth Rogen comedy, which is, mm-hmm. like... I like Seth Rogen comedies, but they've kind of like grown tiresome. They're all like it's all like drugs.
2: This- the boy can't get the girl, but then the boy does get what's the girl, the, the even though he's out, out of his league.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah her yeah, league
2: yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
0: I think it's, it's like a new, mm-hmm. it's like a different contrasting brand of comedy, which is very kind of refreshing. Cause you seen cause you, you saw the, have you guys seen the Breaker Uppers on Netflix? Mm-mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Megan has. Yeah. It's, it's the actress Jackie Van Beek's second film, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also stars in it and it's that same humor. Like you can definitely tell it was influenced by just being friends with these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And then, like, when you compare it mm-hmm. to, like, our American blockbusters, I think, like, the best American comedy recently was Game Night.
3: Oh, yeah. Game Night, oh, Game oh, Game Night is so Game Night so funny. Yeah. Um, it's so unique.
0: Yeah, I went to that screening because Megan was working, and I was like, fine, I'll go see it. And then what ended up seeing I'm like holy shit this is actually surprisingly good i wanted to hate it i went in there thinking it was gonna be like absolute trash and i went in there like saying i'm gonna hate this movie and i walked out I was like, oh That was
3: my so God. yeah like yeah and i think it helps that like all the characters are so well developed in that one too like mm-hmm. even the little bits like jesse Clemens is jesse Clemens is
0: so good and he's in
3: it for like 10 five, minutes, ten he's, minutes got like a five, toss, he's
0: got yeah. like five that- scenes. There's that one long scene where they go into his house.
3: Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. But he's, like, playing kind of, like, this bit part. Like, this very, Who like,
0: just recently broke up. And now he's, like, kind of... of yeah. Yeah. on to the friendship that no one wants to have. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, like, back to the point is... Is that, like, a lot of, uh, like, comedies, they're just kind of, like, not interesting in the sense that, like, who's going to go see, like... Um, what was the one that just came out? Like, What Men Want.
2: Yeah. And oh. you see like that, you're like... Yeah.
0: And I saw like Longshot recently too, and I'm just like, this is fine. Yeah. I didn't think it was that. Just a cool.
2: lot of like American like comedy is just so loud. And this, it's not necessary, this film's not necessarily quiet, but it's like, it's not like, tr- I guess absurd. You've already said that, but like, it's just like not all over the place.
3: Yeah. And it doesn't really play with like shock value, where like, yeah, because you you're surprised. It, it's, like, genuinely, like, really well-written. Yeah, really it's not well lazy
0: mm-hmm. in the jokes. sense that, like, sometimes it's, like, the one thing in Long Shot where, like, there's so many jokes where it's just, there's one time where he's going through, I don't can I talk about this? Shit. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, is it under, cause I saw it at a screening, I guess I can't, I don't know. You're fine. I don't know if it's one of those things where it's embargoed yet.
2: <laughs> I don't know if anyone
1: really cares about this movie. Oh,
0: I <laughs> There's <I don't>. basically <laughs> Seth Rogen movies, so I'm not spoiling anything, but he brings out drugs, and the joke is that he has drugs on him, and that's the joke. <laughs> Yeah.
3: like oh got <laughs> drugs on him. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something we haven't mentioned yet at all, which I can't believe is the werewolves.
2: Oh my god, the werewolves are yeah. so funny. <laughs> We're it's werewolves, not swearwolves. Oh,
3: so <laughs> classic.
2: Like, the werewolves are, like, usually, like, depicted as, like, super masculine broy types. And although on the outside they kind of look like broy types, they're just yeah. like, oh, no, we don't want to, like, hurt you, please move back.
3: Yeah, um, I love them. And and they've done a couple of those guys. I think, like, Rhys Davies is the one that's done some more, like, American comedy stuff. He's, like, a little more popular as, like, a stand-up. Is he the uh,
2: alpha male one?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I love him a lot too and and they're just like a really good foil to the vampire characters. Uh, they're so goofy and like like I feel like they captured really well of like what a vam- or what a werewolf would actually like act like, <laughs> you know, if they were real, real in this like mockumentary style.
0: We never got that TV show.
3: Oh, yeah, Werewolves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Someone even asked a question about it. At the thing. And they were like, yeah, we didn't get money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these guys need more money to do just, like, everything that they want. They should well, just have, they, like...
2: They have that Thor money now, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah made totally like good. a joke
0: about it, too. He's like, I don't deal with people who don't have Thor money.
3: Like, <laughs> I'm doing Thor now.
0: I can't deal with anything below that pay grade anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Something along that line.
3: Yeah, I'm glad that they're finally getting, like, recognition for their genius.
0: It's going to be funny how Disney, like... Like, how do they play? It's like, oh, we had Tiger Waititi direct for Ragnarok, and then he's going on to direct a movie about Hitler's imaginary bunny, right?
2: Hitler is. And then he's imaginary. gonna do Star Wars,
0: no, right? Is. Then who's the rabbit? He's doing Star Wars?
3: I don't. That's the name of the kid. Uh, Yeah, he is going to do... I think he's in talks to do something. He's in The Mandalorian. Yeah.
0: He's a character on the Mandalorian. Oh,
2: he's in The Mandalorian. Oh, in Werner Herzog. Right? Oh,
3: my (laughs) God. Yes, they're bringing in Werner Herzog, too. My fave.
2: (laughs)
0: Who's going to get Disney Plus to go see this?
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, like I really just want to see it
0: because it's so absurd. Dude, they put the live-action lady in the Tramp movie on the Disney Plus. I can't imagine what that's going to be like.
3: There was a live-action lady in the Tramp movie?
0: The Tramp? No, it's it's like their original content is the live-action version. It's like The Lion oh King or Jungle God. Book really, in the uh, Tramp, it's on Disney+. Is
3: it, like, actual live action? Like, they got dogs? Yeah. Or is it, like, CGI animals?
0: Well, I imagine they're CGI talking. Mm, I don't think it's... Okay. Gonna be like but they
3: got real? T- oh, my God. More <laughs> this is, Can this we do is a kind of, show?
1: Up? Oh. Oh, sorry. This is, this is kind of off topic, but did, did any of you guys get a CBS All Access pass to, to see the Twilight Zone show?
0: No. But yeah. tell no. me, because I probably will never see it. I'm never going to, like, CBS All Access. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is literally, it's a public broadcasting station. You want me to pay for it?
2: Yeah,
0: awesome. yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. <laughs> is there something, is there, like, a dog that talks in the Twilight Zone?
1: Oh, no, I was just saying that because, like, Disney Plus has their streaming service now. and, and Oh, like, God.
0: This is, yeah. like, everything that's we can get a whole now, topic now what, about this Apple, Apple has it, has it Apple Plus or TV yeah. Plus yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay that one looks kind of good though
0: <laughs> uh, I'll pay for it for the Sophie Coppola film and oh. cancel
2: it <laughs>
3: yeah I might break down and just like get Disney just for the access just to see all this wild wild stuff that they've got going this on
2: Lady in the <laughs> Tramp film I'm looking it up the stacks the cast kind of yeah, stack the cast is really
1: yeah. Oh really? No, I just saw it the has image like on
2: Twitter. Tessa Thompson, what? Justin Thoreau, Sam Elliott, Janelle Monae.
3: Oh my god! I'd love to hear <laughs> Sam Elliott voice. Sam Elliot? Like, a big like old dog. That he just, plays just...
2: a butt bloodhound. Oh, that's perfect! <laughs> oh my god! I. I'd pay to listen to him talk, so Did maybe. Did you see the Tessa
0: Thompson Twitter feed with the Pringle cans? What? This is totally random, but you said it. I was thinking about it last night. So there's this Twitter... I'll send it to you after the show, but there's this, there's this Twitter feed where someone got... Pictures of Tessa Thompson in like these very singular, solid color dresses, like
3: beautiful, like colorful gowns.
0: And they like put it up against. They're like Tessa Thompson has Pringle tubes or cans (laughs) of thread, and it's like cool ranch, and then like hot and
3: spicy. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: all the colors are matching. The colors
3: match her dress. Just the
0: best thread. (laughs) But yeah, did she play the the lady in the?
2: (laughs) The the lady. Yeah, Yeah, she plays. She's voicing late the lady tramp or not the lady dog called La- lady, lady. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting they better like it's gonna be interesting how they deal with some of the things in that film
2: it does. it does look like real dogs so
0: <laughs> like I
2: not cgi dogs,
0: dogs. we wasn't at home we're probably gonna hear this dog yeah they're
2: gonna be <laughs> the dog that just
3: got really excited about lady in the tramp yeah. yeah
0: authentic we totally planned this
2: uh-huh should we get back to what we do in the shadows? <laughs> yeah. No, let's just
0: talk about Lady in the Tramp
2: for the <laughs> This show. is a Lady in
0: yeah. the Tramp podcast. Pringle cans for the next album.
2: I just like how it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think a lot of vampire and, like, werewolves and, like, these genre films like to take themselves super seriously. And then you have, like, these lighthearted vampires and werewolves just going about, like, average day
3: yeah, human just like, things. They're, like, trying to get into, like, an exclusive club and they're, yeah, you know, that's like to- do the chore wheel, and, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, as, like, as weird as they are, like, they feel very, like, human, and, like, mm-hmm. they've lived a life.
0: And it, mm-hmm. like, goes back to the mockumentary kind of style, because we have, like, The Office, and we have, like, uh, Best Arks in Show. Parks and Rec. Parks and, like and, and Rec. hmm It's a very malleable kind of genre, which is, like, you can play with, like, it's a mockumentary. Anything that's taken seriously, mm-hmm. you can just riff on. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being like this, like at the time, it's Twilight. So I imagine they're like, oh, remember that skit we did like 10 years ago? Why don't we just bring it back, riff on all these like TwiHards? Is that what they're called?
2: <laughs> <laughs> TwiHards.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they do. it's like very intelligent humor. Very culturally like relevant too. Like they you, know.
0: Yeah. How would you say it compares to like British humor? Because if you look at like something like Edgar Wright, I remember being in high school and showing my friends um, The World's End and thinking it's great. And they were like, I don't get half of this. Cause a lot of British humor is very much sleight of hand jokes or like deadpan jokes that are like, you, you have to be like thinking on like a cosmic brain level sometimes. Cause yeah. you're not thinking mm-hmm. about it actively. Like sometimes we go back to this again. The American comedy is just, like, the fact, like, oh, Seth Rogen has drugs on him. That's funny. (laughs) But, like, the British humor is very much, like, are you listening? Are you... Yeah. If you're not listening, you're not going to find it funny.
3: Yeah, and it's so bone dry. And I feel like Mm -hmm. those characters are very stiff. Um, Like, they can be very, very good. Like, I also think that Edgar Wright does it well. But, like, a lot of British comedy for me is just, like, I also have a hard time with that accent. Like, it's, like, just something that I don't (laughs) understand. Like, I... I know they're talking English, but I just like I can't do it. Um, whereas, like, yeah, there's something about like New Zealand comedy that's so off the wall and and carefree yeah. and and just a lot more genuine and, and sweet.
2: Um, I think it like makes it easier that it's about like vampire culture. Mm-hmm. I think it, it like going back to like Twilight and stuff. Like, I think it had, was been enough time where everyone was like. Oh, yeah, remember when we were super obsessed with Twilight. That was kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> or not dumb, but, like, s- silly for some people.
3: Yeah, I love that Nick is going around, like, yelling at everyone that he is Twilight. Like, <laughs> telling everyone he's like, yeah, that was me. That was me in that movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Deacon's, like, jealous of him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they they have such, like, a funny relationship with like the world also like this yeah like, modern modern technology and um yeah like another really good moment is when uh, Stu's teaching like vladislav how to do facebook and he's like oh yeah you could like send her a message you could oh, her. Yeah. and he's like i could do what now because <laughs> he's vlad the poker and so it's so so perfect um yeah they they play with that so well they like watch like videos of them or they watch videos of sunrises and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Ooh, ah.
2: It's great.
0: Yep. <laughs> you guys wanna do final thoughts now?
2: Yeah, sure. do Jim, do you wanna start? Uh
1: yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, I think I think this movie's pretty great. It's really funny, really sweet. I think it's like a a, a really good combination of like this New Zealand type humor but it's also like it's got like some raunchiness in it it's like it's like the best parts of American comedy added into there too mm-hmm. I think um, mm-hmm. and I think it's like you mentioned like Edgar Wright I think it's like honestly more like approachable than an Edgar Wright movie mm-hmm. and a lot of ways yeah. because of uh, both, that. both the style of the humor and also the concept uh, the subject matter the, yeah. yeah the concept mm-hmm. that's another thing that makes it really smart too and I think is why it stands out amongst American comedies because I feel like American comedies the humor doesn't come from you know the actual like, concept or premise it's just like just random random jokes that
2: like, like fart jokes
1: like, and random jokes that they just like do seem to seem that don't really matter but like this has like a really solid concept and they draw so much clever humor that i think everyone can like understand because we had such like a huge like vampire thing in our popular culture like starting 10 years ago or whatever
3: yeah,
2: actually, no. Before that, and
0: really, there's like always so. exceptions to like someone's mm-hmm. probably thinking of like a, a like you could say game night.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. but like for the most part, it's American comedies. I you don't want to say lowbrow because it's kind of just well like,
3: they're very like overproduced and kind of mm-hmm. pandering to the super wide audience, so it kind of fizzles quicker. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so like. None of them are really
1: like memorable. Sorry, to cut you off. Oh no, you're um, good. But yeah, none of them are, are really have anything memorable about them. They just like people Go and see them and they're like, hey, that was that was fine, that was okay, and then they just forget about it,
0: move on. Yeah,
3: it ready. like washes over you. Are you guys yeah. trashing
2: Holmes and Watson? <laughs> <laughs> is that what
3: I'm
2: hearing? would <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never, yeah.
3: American classic Criterion Release 1.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think for me, my take my closing thoughts is, is this is the mockumentary style. It's probably I think it's the third time I keep bringing it up. Uh just that the style makes it very open to a lot of humor. And the the content or the content of vampires and the timeliness. Everyone just shitting on vampires. I think like <laughs> if you weren't into Twilight, you were just like, God damn it, Twilight every, <laughs> every year for like five years. And then when this comes out, you're like, oh, we're just riffing on every this whole like vampire culture and everything. So mm-hmm. it ends up being very funny. Yeah, final thoughts, Megan?
3: Oh yeah. I mean it's just so endlessly rewatchable and lovable and uh, I will probably never get sick of it. Uh, it's It's perfectly made, and the jokes are so impeccably timed, and the characters are they they know their characters so well that um, you just can't help but really enjoy it. So uh, I will continue to to really. Just appreciate
2: and love this film.
0: Yeah, Megan Forever. fucking hates this film though.
2: <laughs> Clearly, yeah, it's great.
0: Cynthia, did you say yours?
2: I don't think so. But basically, like, it's all the best parts of like what I've liked about The Office and like Parks and Rec and all those mockumentary like mm. sitcoms. But it's like all the best parts put into one. And then we always go back to like the concept matter. But like, if if it were like talking about anything else but vampires, I don't think it wouldn't have. It would have. It wouldn't have landed as well i think like my opinion on vampires really like affected how much i enjoyed this film a lot okay. and so like i just loved it and it as jim said it's like super approachable the way that like british comedy sometimes isn't
0: It's also 86 minutes
2: yes it's also yeah. 86 minutes which great great
0: did you say how many hours of footage? Did you mention that in this episode?
3: I think they shot something like 200 hours of footage. And they and cut it down to 80. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think it took a long time for them to edit because they shot a lot of like sh- sketch type comedy where mm-hmm. it was just more like freewheeling, like just be as funny as you can. And then they mm-hmm. also shot for like plot. And so they kind of had to like merge somewhere in the middle. And I, yeah. I, I can't imagine because if it's editing. like
0: S- Stu, you mentioned Stu was a random character they brought in. I imagine they have a lot of just improv skits that they thought may have worked, but when they when you try to like piece it together, yeah. they're probably like this does not serve any purpose, and it's only funny to like us.
3: Yeah, they probably
0: had to cut a lot of it out.
3: I bet, but I'm I do wish that there was like a little we could see a little bit of the cutting room floor. Yeah,
0: can someone give us <laughs> a Google Drive of all the cuts?
2: a 200 yeah. sure minute you, sketch I'm sure if you buy
1: like a blue ray or whatever there's a, a bunch of like deleted scenes or, or like gag reels
2: or
0: the director's yeah. cut is, like, nine hours long. Oh. <laughs> it has, like, no flow. It's just,
1: like, the random cuts.
2: Yeah, it's just... just a bunch of, like, SNL skits put together. Right. Yeah,
3: it's all the dailies. Just I,
1: I don't mean to keep going back to, like, American comedies, but, like, that's literally how American comedies feel, is, like, it's just a bunch of, like, SNL skits put together. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, they're, like, improv and it doesn't have any purpose or flow or anything. And I think this is, like, a, per- a perfect combination of, of, like, that kind of... S- style of humor but everything is like used for a purpose yeah and the characters are great and it's just it's just just so funny like this is the funniest movie I've seen in a a really long time
3: yeah like they have such good character arcs and the plot really does pay off in the end so I totally feel that
0: all right I think with that uh, I think we're good Uh, you can find us on Facebook at UW Film Club you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Club UW uh, we post a podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google, Google Podcasts. Uh, please use our Amazon Smile link, our Me <laughs> Undies, um, Hello
2: Fresh, Blue, Blue Apron, a-
0: Hymns, oh. Hymns. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> not <again. laughs> Skillshare. Skillshare. Auto- I heard that one recently, yeah. Mm. Um, what else we got any new ones, any new ones? <laughs> I, love, I love when I get a new one because that's like my same circle gets like the same kind of promotions oh Vincero watches you guys hear that one yet no
2: there's new ones I know there's like movement watches are movement we now watches, on a new yeah. brand of watches
1: <laughs> there's, I've heard movement before uh, <laughs> oh, the, there's like this uh, brand of do you guys watch Anthony Fantano? there's like this brand of like Minimalist
0: watches that he always advertises on this
2: channel. They're <laughs> not moving, are they?
1: Are they moving? I, they might be movement.
0: Vincero's uh. also watches. Mm. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun when I get a new one because usually I skip over them if I've heard them Wait, before. No, not
1: watches. Wallets. I'm sorry. Uh, wallets. wallets. Minimalist, minimalist wallets. wallets. Jesus.
0: Yeah, we have all those links. Please use them.
1: <laughs> uh, sorry, that had nothing to do with anything.
0: Uh, thank you, Jim, for uh, coming on to the show. We really appreciate it.
1: You're very welcome. It was a lot of fun. Uh,
0: and thank you, Megan, for uh, you know pulling my weight a little bit because
1: <laughs> she's,
0: she's filling in for me. She's my stand-in here.
3: Well, yeah, thank you for surprising me with this opportunity to just completely info-dump about one of my favorite <laughs> things.
0: And, uh, yeah, thank you, Cynthia, as always. Uh, and uh, thank you for listening. See you next week.